Hello and welcome to the history of the Germans. Today it's just a brief announcement about what will happen next. As I said in the Q&A, one of my biggest issues is how to proceed with the narrative from here. Until now things have been comparatively easy. There was a linear history following along the line of the Empress. But that has led us up the garden path. Of the technically 54 years on the throne, Frederick has spent less than 10 years in Germany. In fact, Germany did not feature highly in his political strategy. He has proactively stopped his sons to take a more meaningful role in the empire north of the Alps, and as a consequence, we have neglected Germany too. As I'm going through my notes again, I realize that I've mentioned Magdeburg 95 times and Cologne 243 times, but Cremona 103 times and Milan 352 times, and Rome a whopping 616 times. And where it gets really thin on the ground is Hamburg 36 times, and Lübeck 13 times. In other words, the podcast has slipped south in a big way. I do not regret that. I think the events we discussed had a material impact on both actual German history and the stories the Germans tell each other about their history. So it was an important and the right thing to do. But in the process, we have overlooked an important set of developments. Beginning from the reign of Henry II, the Saxons, and here we speak of the old stem duchy of Saxony, that makes up almost all of northern half of modern Germany, had drifted out of the orbit of the emperors. This becomes most visible when the Saxons rebel under the leadership of Otto von Nordheim, and later again when Henry the Lion establishes his king-like residence in Brunswick. We have touched upon the fall of Henry the Lion and the split of his territory between the Ascania, Vettina and the Archbishop of Cologne. We even briefly mentioned the foundation of Lübeck. But we did not really go through it properly. But we did not really go through it properly. This is the origin story of two of the most important principalities in the Holy Roman Empire, the Margraviate of Brandenburg and the Mark of Meissen, better known by their 19th century names, the Kingdom of Prussia and the Kingdom of Saxony. How did they get established? Who were their founders? If you're really, really good, you may remember Albrecht de Baer, because he had a weird name. But anybody remember Margrave Conrad of Wettin? Exactly. So, what we need to do is a bit of a recap, and an enrichment, talking about what happened north of the Main River. It is a world where Henry the Lion is the hero, and Barbarossa is the misguided megalomaniac who fritters away the kingdom in pointless Italian campaigns. It will feature people we hardly heard about for a while, like the kings of Denmark, Poland and Bohemia. It is a world of border conflicts, land grabs and colonization. It is a story of fragmentation and expansion both at the same time. It is a story of ancient Germanic traditions and maritime invention. But what shall we call all this? The last three seasons were easy. You followed the dynasties as you would in England or France. If you wanted to give the last three seasons an overarching title, it would have probably been the Empire and the Papacy. But what about this set of events? That is a lot harder. I went back and forth and I'm currently suggesting Knights and Cogs, the North in the Middle Ages, for this whole period from 772 to 1410. Let me know what you think about this title, and in particular, if you have something better, let me know. As always, I can be reached at historyofthegermans at gmail.com or on Twitter and Facebook. This story will break into three distinct seasons. The first one will tell the story of the Stem Duchy of Saxony from 772 to about 1250 
covering some things we have touched upon in previous episodes, but in a more focused and in parts more detailed fashion. This will give us the lay of the land and introduce us to the main players in the north, Poland, Denmark, Bohemia, the Ascania, Vitina, Welfs, as well as the various Slavic peoples living between the Elbe and the Oder and along the Baltic coast. And that will make a perfect jumping-off point to talk about the Baltic Crusades and the Teutonic Knights in a season most creatively called the Teutonic Knights. I think we'll try to follow them all the way to the Battle of Tannenberg in 1410 before making another vault fuss. In that following season we will then talk about the Hanseatic League, which again I named in another case of being kissed by the Muses, the Hanseatic League. The story of the Hanseatic League and the Teutonic Knights operate in parallel and sort of peak around the same time. But they are so fundamentally different, and I fear that if I try to plough through them chronologically, switching from one to the other all the time, I may lose first the strain of my story, and then all of you. So once I've taken the north up to the beginning of the 15th century, it will be time to circle back south. In what would have been season 7, we will look into the reign of Rudolf von Habsburg and then the Luxembourg emperors, Henry VII, Charles IV, Wenzel and Sigismund. And from there, well, let's not make any more predictions, that will be overturned anyway. How long will this take? As always, I do not know. I hope the, you know, sort of meanwhile in the North season will be comparatively short, maybe 10 episodes, then the Teutonic Knights another 10 to 15 and the Hanseatic League probably 15 to 20. That is sort of 40 episodes in total, meaning we should be starting on Rudolf von Habsburg just before the year is out. Uh, Let's hope so. There is, however, one minor complication along the way. As some of you may know, I am quite fond of getting wet and miserable on the deck of plastic boats. And I have wanted to sail across the Atlantic for a very, very long time. An opportunity has appeared and I have mustered up for a trip from Martinique to Marseille starting March 23rd. That will take about six weeks, which is not ideal for a weekly podcasting schedule. I will prepare as many episodes as I can before setting off, so for the chunk of time between March and May you will be put on tinned food as far as the history of the Germans is concerned. Hopefully I can avoid having to ration it as well, but let's see. So... That is the plan for 2023. Again, thank you all for listening so far, and most importantly to the patrons, who keep the show on the road and your podcaster in dry biscuits and spiced rum. And in particular, thanks for your understanding. The first show of the new season will come out on March 2nd, and then will be weekly from then onwards. I hope you will join us again for a bumpy but most exciting ride.